We're going to try something a little bit different with our scripture reading this morning. So you can either follow along on the screen or open your hymnal to page 137 and follow along. The choir is going to help us. Um, anytime you see an R, that's where the choir will sing. And then we will read in between that. And then when there's an R, the choir will respond. So let's give that a try and have the choir start us out this morning. shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord makes me lie down in the green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. My shepherd is the Lord, nothing in shall I want. Let's pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So our scripture lesson this morning is the 23rd Psalm, and it is the most widely known scripture, even over the Lord's Prayer of all of time. Chances are that if you have ever been to a funeral, that you have heard some version of the 23rd Psalm read. It was introduced to the Book of Common Prayer in the early 19th century, and has been recommended as a funeral text since then. 
As I have buried both my grandmother and father-in-law this winter, I can personally attest to the fact that the reading of the 23rd Psalm at each occurrence has given me comfort in my grief. So as I started to prepare for today's message, I got curious as to why it would be the most popular scripture to be read at funerals. Why does this particular psalm bring us comfort in times of difficulty? Well, the 23rd Psalm is a psalm of thanksgiving, and it is attributed to the authorship of King David. And King David was, as you know, a king, and he was also once a lowly shepherd boy. Now, in the ancient Near Eastern culture, the office of king was very closely connected to the work of a shepherd, because the work of the king was to provide for his people. He was to be sure that they had food enough to eat in all seasons. He was to provide them with leadership that was also a strong example, and his leadership was to bless their lives. The king was often the first one to ride into battle, going ahead of his people, and he often acted as a judge in civil disputes, thus providing leadership and guidance in righteous pathways for his subjects. So when we look at this psalm, we should understand that King David was able to speak both from the perspective of a king and also that of a lowly shepherd boy. The fact that the Lord God is both my shepherd and king comforts me because I know that God has the best interest of his people at heart. So this week as I was researching, I read many different versions of a tale that uh, touched me about a father and a son. Now, I've talked to you all before about how my husband and son like to go backpacking. It always makes me nervous because it's just the two of them on the trail oftentimes. But this particular father and son, it was their first time out backpacking and the son had actually never been camping before outside of going to a large campground where they were camping but there were lots of people around. And so the father and son embark on this three-day backpacking trip. And as they began the trail, the son was feeling a little bit anxious about how they were going to camp on this trail when no one was around and they might have hiked back into this area where no help would be if they needed it. As they were heading uh, on the trail, they passed another couple of hikers. And... It was about lunchtime, so they all decided to sit down and share how the trail behind them had been. And the son began to share a little bit about his anxiety about being on the trail alone with his dad. He was nervous. He was anxious. And the other two hikers knew it. And say so they took a moment during lunchtime to share a little bit about their faith. And what those two hikers decided to share with the son was to help him learn the 23rd Psalm. 
because they said that God is the shepherd of each and every one of us, that God leads us and guides us and protects us and cares for us. And the father and son said, you know, we're not much for memorizing scripture. Um, It seems too difficult and, you know, none of us are carrying a Bible. But the hikers assured him that they had a way to help him memorize the very beginning of the 23rd Psalm. And they said that he could do it on his fingers. Just remember, with your thumb, the Lord is my. And hold your ring finger for just a moment at my. Because the ring finger on your left hand when you're getting married, that's where you put your wedding ring. Because it is the hand that is connected closest to the heart. And when we think about the Lord being my shepherd, we remember that he watches over us personally. He guides us personally. He knows each and every one of us by name. The Lord is my shepherd. And so the two hikers and the father and son memorized that little piece of scripture together, had some lunch, told each other about the trail, and off they went on their separate ways. The next year, about springtime, the father met the two hikers on the trail once again. And the father told the hikers how his son had died in the previous year in an accident where he, would, he had fallen from a cliff. And it had taken the rescuers a little too long to get to them, to him. But when the rescuers did reach him, they found the young man holding the ring finger of his left hand. And the father expressed gratitude to the two hikers. He said, my son knew, even at his scariest moment, that he belonged to a shepherd who cared for him and was watching over him. In the end, my son knew that he was not alone. Belonging is third on a list only to physiological needs like food, shelter, and safety in the famed psychologist Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs. People must have their basic physiological needs met to feel safe. They need to belong. The comfort of the 23rd Psalm that we read today is twofold. First, there is comfort in knowing that the Lord is my shepherd. That each and every one of us as individuals belong to God. And what that means is that he claims us, he knows us, and we belong to his flock. In today's culture, feelings of disconnection and loneliness are prevalent in spite of the fact that the internet and social media connect us almost immediately to anyone, anytime, anywhere. The mental health issues of anxiety and depression are on the rise. 
Anxiety and Depression Association of America tells us that roughly 18% of the U.S. population is affected by anxiety or depression each year. The World Health Organization says that more than 300 million people of all ages worldwide suffer from anxiety and depression and feelings of loneliness and separation. The figures are staggering. Human beings are struggling with everyday life, everyday pressures, and the need to belong. And though we live in a world that's more socially connected than ever, people are struggling more than ever to feel that belonging. Today's scripture begins with the statement, the Lord is my shepherd. We can find peace and comfort that's twofold there because the psalmist claims the Lord is his own shepherd, the one to whom he belongs, and reminds us as we recite the psalm that even though our world and our lives may be coming apart at the seams, we don't need to face that alone because we have a companion with us in the valley, Jesus Christ. The second comfort that the 23rd Psalm offers us is the provision of the great shepherd. While shepherds provide the very basic needs of the flock, the great shepherd does so for his people. The green shepherds that the, pasture, that the shepherd provides are sustenance and their food. And they're a comfortable place that's cool and safe to lie down in the heat. The shepherd provides his sheep the opportunity to be refreshed with life-giving, life-sustaining food and drink along with peaceful rest that renews the strength of the sheep. Additionally, the shepherd continues to move the sheep from place to place seeing to the livelihood of the sheep by guiding them on safe pathways as they travel. The shepherd's guidance is trustworthy. The sheep can rely on the leadership of the responsible and caring shepherd for all that they need in order to live a good life. There's a story about an actor who was well known for his readings and recitations from the classics. And at the end of every performance, it was his habit to recite the 23rd Psalm. He would begin, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And each night when he finished the whole psalm, he finished to thunderous applause because he was able to bring the psalm alive for the people. But one night, right before the actor was to recite the psalm, a young man from the audience stood. The actor looked out and he saw the young man standing and he said, how can I help you? And the young man said, would it be okay if tonight, sir, I read the 23rd psalm? Well, the actor was pretty astonished at this young man's boldness. And so he invited him up onto the stage to fulfill his request. 
The actor was curious about how the young man's talent would hold up next to his own. The young man began softly to recite the psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters and he restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. And surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And when the young man finished, there was no applause. There was no standing ovation. There was no noise in the theater except the sound of weeping. For the audience had been so moved in the young man's recitation that nearly every person was crying. The actor was amazed by what had just happened, so he approached the young man and he said, I've been performing the 23rd Psalm for many, many years, almost as long as I've been acting. I've got a lifetime of training and of experience, but never before has an audience been moved to tears the way you moved this audience. Tell me, what's your secret? Well, sir, the young man replied, you know the psalm, but I I know the shepherd. The psalmist, the psalmist reminds us both as individuals and as a part of a larger flock that we are in the tender care of the great shepherd. At verse 4 in the psalm, the psalmist turns from telling about the shepherd to singing praises to the shepherd. Because we know the shepherd, even though all of our lives we live on this earth in the valley of the shadow of death, we know that we are not living our lives alone. In his infinite grace and mercy, God is with us. We know to whom we belong. We're able to experience deep appreciation and love for the one who cares for us. Because the shepherd feeds us, protects us, provides us leadership. And so we are able to sing the songs of praise for all the good shepherd has done. And interestingly, the shepherd may not have spoken a single word that we could hear with our ears. 
but the shepherd has spoken volumes through his act of companionship, making us to lie down in green pastures, leading us beside still waters, comforting us, restoring our souls, preparing a table before us, anointing our heads with oil, and dwelling with us all our lives long. Regardless of what life may bring our way, we have the Good Shepherd, who is our constant companion, present with us in times of restoration and joy, as well as in times of uncertainty and in the face of danger. While we're here on this earth, we walk in the valley of the shadow of death. But one commentator says, God has woven eternity into our souls. We live in this world in the knowledge of now. And also the promise of not yet. And our shepherd walks with us. And we are called to provide that same leadership to others, a compassionate, constant, reliable presence that speaks life to others as they walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We're in the fourth week of our Belong, Begin to Behave and Believe series. What we're learning is that beliefs and behaviors rarely heal hearts. It all starts with belonging. We belong to the great shepherd, and as his flock, we belong to one another. So I want to encourage you to take some time this week to meditate on the 23rd Psalm. If you've always read it in the King James Version, then I would encourage you to seek out another version. And I can feel your clenching from here. Try it. Try to read it in another version. If you've never memorized it, then I would encourage you to start with the Lord is my shepherd. Read it in the morning and at night each day. Let the imagery of the green pastures, the still waters, the full table, the anointing oil and a cup overflowing, wash over you and fill you. As you walk through your day, take note of the times when you experience God's presence with you and make an effort to be present with others who need a companion on their journey. This is the work of the great shepherd in our lives. As you walk in your own journey this week, remember you are never alone. Will you pray with me? Gracious God, we thank you for your companionship on this journey of life. You have given us the promise of both now and not yet. We are grateful for your care and the peace and sustenance that you provide us as we walk. Guide us and lead us in the ways of righteousness. 
Bless us in our journey and let us be a blessing for all whom we touch. In the name of Christ, the Good Shepherd, amen.